Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, August 17th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Nick, did you score yesterday? Yeah, Nick, it seemed like Jalen had a really good day throwing the ball yesterday. Sorry, I'll call him back. It seemed like Jalen had a really good day throwing the ball yesterday. Do you agree with that assessment after re-watching practice? Yeah, I do. I thought he, he knew where to go with the football, made good, quick decisions. Um, you always want a couple that you, they go a little quicker with the decision, but, yeah, I thought he had a good day throwing it throwing around yesterday. Did you have a chance to tally up the score? Who, who do you think won the day, both offensive and defensive? You know, we like to keep those, like, uh, those competitions when we're going score for score against our, our own team. But, you know, when we look at it, it's hard to tell when a guy gets tackled or when a guy is a sack because, they're, you know, they're pulling off and it's not going to the ground. But it was great work. It was great work against a really good team and a really well-coached team. Nick, how much of an emphasis has been with Jalen getting rid of the ball quickly on time and how's he doing with that? You know, it's not – again, I think I've mentioned this before that you don't want to completely – change something that is a strength of his right but you want to get it a little bit more balanced of of throwing the ball on time so it's been a it's definitely been an emphasis don't want to be extreme with it again wise man avoids all extremes you don't want to be extreme and just saying hey you got to turn into this passer but it's he's getting better at it you know the things you focus on tend to think that you get better at them and uh that's definitely an improvement that he's made i know he's just done individual drills so far but what have you seen from Devonte in the one day he's been back and would you like to see him play in this preseason uh, yeah, I always think it's necessary for guys to play in preseason and, and go through that. And, and as a matter of fact, I'll let you guys in on this. You'll see it in a little bit. Devontae's going to do some team reps today, so I'm um, excited about that. Speaking about preseason, uh, Still evaluating. Just like, with, again, we got to see how today comes out. I mean, we have, a, again, we have a, a preliminary plan of what we want it Thursday to be like, but we got a lot of good work yesterday. We're going to get a lot of good work today, so that's just going to be constantly changing with every player. How much, how much is that plan uh, with the guys who are completely healthy? How, how much do you want the ones to go and things like that? Again, the, like we had a plan of what we thought we wanted to do, but again, we have to just get through today and see and, and, and get great work today and see where we are and reevaluate. So, um, yeah, because yesterday these two these two practices yesterday and today are game like, uh, as much game like as you can possibly get. That's why I value these practices so much. So, just some, something that we're in a process of evaluating. And uh, like I said, we have a plan, but that could change. And I don't want to I don't want to disappoint. I'm sure you did uh, homework on Mac Jones during the pre-draft process. Curious what your evaluation was of him. Yeah, I you know when we watched when we watched Mac and we watched all all the quarterbacks, I just thought he was really accurate, a really accurate quarterback that knew where he was going with the football. Obviously, we got to see Mac even more because we watched Devontae a lot, you know. So, um, and when you're watching Devontae's highlights, you know that that's easy to be like, whoa, that guy can make some some great throws. But he's a great player. Um, he was a great college football player. Look forward to watching his career as as he goes. What's been your impressions of Kenny Gainwell two and a half weeks in the camp? Um, that. He's he is very strong and he catches the ball very well um, and that he he's got really good quickness and that he's going to be able to do some of the things that, that we want him to do and why we drafted him. Nick, we've seen Javon Hargrave have a lot of disruption, um, you know, as far as well. What have you seen from like the entire defensive line in particular with Javon? Yeah, I, I just think that we got a pretty experienced group up there. Uh, we got good coaches there that are helping them continue to develop and just an ex a lot of experience and, and again, 
you, you win games with good O-line and good D-line. It really starts there, and uh, I see that as one of our strengths on our team. What Sean Bradley so far in camp and what he's done in the preseason? Yeah, Sean's energy is contagious. Uh, it really is. Like he, He's just a guy you want to be around at all times, and, and the guys feel that around him. And, you know, obviously he's got talent and uh, just continuing to learn the system and getting himself in position to, to be in the right spot at the, at the right time, use his instincts. But the thing that really sticks out with Sean, again, besides the fact that we're counting on him to, to do good things this year, is that he's a good leader. Personality is contagious. Guys want to be around him. From the other night when you when you said that Jalen had checked to the the pass to Dallas and, and Joe had checked to the touchdown to Quez, is it the kind of thing where you call a couple plays and they pick what they which of the ones they want based on the look, or is it like he totally audible out? That can be. That's that's. I mean, that's a little different each time. Like sometimes it's a play that it's hey we're running this and if we get this we're running this. Sometimes we're running this. And if we get this, we're doing this. And if we get this, it's a three-way check. And sometimes it's just built into, hey, this team likes to do this, um, this sort of pressure. Be ready to check to these couple things if they do. So it's just it's it's a little different each time. Um, but that's why it's so important that the quarterback and myself as the play caller and Shane as the offensive coordinator and Brian as the quarterback coach were all on the same page and we're seeing things like, hey, we love this play versus this. We hate this play versus this. We got to be ready to adjust. We may call. We're not going to bat a thousand as coaches, right? Like the defense, get, the coaches get paid too. So, hey, here's what we like it against. Here's what we don't like it against. Be ready to get out of those plays if we don't like it against something. What's your last week about preserving the, the mystery, if you will, in the preseason games with your schemes? Does that apply in these practices as as well? And getting ahead of myself next week with the Jets because yeah. you play them, do you treat those practices differently than this week? I think this these are these are a little different. There's only two teams that see this, right? Ourselves and the Patriots, or ourselves and the Jets. So, you know, and and we're we're very professional with them, and they're professional with us, knowing that we we want to continue this relationship with both the Jets and the Patriots. So whatever you know, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? So whatever happens on these uh, practice fields stays here, and. Um, so we're able to do a little bit more than what we would do in a preseason game at this particular point because not ever, not not all 32 teams get to see it. What's your philosophy on hurry up and tempo? Is that something that you um, uh, would like to favor a fair amount? Uh, obviously not too many situations. And also, how does how do you think that plays to Jalen's skill set when I guess you're giving him you're giving him a couple plays? On each down, is that correct? Mm -hmm. uh, At times, yeah. For, so he can yeah, make you know, we've we've always had that. Again, it is to our advantage that nobody really knows what we're doing. All right, on game when we go in there and we step in to Atlanta, uh, game one. But you know, no secret that the teams that I've been on, Team Shane's been on, we've used some tempo. Uh, it helps. I, I think it just helps the simplicity of what's happening out there for the quarterback, um, because. They got to get lined up. It's a, it's a, they push the stress on them while you run their base plays. So, that's always been a part of our, uh, of what we do. But again, um, you know, we'll see how much we use it. To Jalen's strengths, I think it plays any quarterback's strengths because uh, I think what it does is it instead of the defense being able to, you know, get their perfect scheme on or whatever, they got to stay pretty base because they got to get lined up. So when we're going to the line of scrimmage, the defense coordinator has to get a call in quick, and it forces them to be pretty simplistic. Alan Rager and Quez Watkins had really productive sessions. Looked to us yesterday. Yeah. When you started this process, you talked about improvement. 
every day. How much of improvement have you seen from those young receivers? Yeah, I, I really like the development that's happened. I think the really thing that with Jalen uh, Rager yesterday, what I was really impressed with, it was particularly his one-on-ones. Yeah, I thought he had a good day altogether, but his one-on-ones now were, were special, and it, it was he was starting to use some some techniques that we want him to see because we all know that he has phenomenal athleticism, right? And so. It was like, can we put, and this is with every player, like you're, you made it this far because you're, you're a heck of a football player. Can you put that football ability and your athleticism and then can you combine fundamentals and technique with it and that's when you reach your ceiling. And so what I saw Jalen uh, do yesterday in those one-on-ones was really, he was great off the line of scrimmage of how he was moving a guy. Um, he was good at the top of the route. He finished with the, the catch. So he just, he just had a good feel how to attack guys yesterday. And so I really see him growing. Really credit to, to Aaron Moorhead and, um, and Kevin Petulo, who's, who's really helped uh, working there. And, and it's great to have Eddie Royal here, too, uh, working with our guys. Eddie, Eddie uh, is doing an internship with us. He was, he was a, a great football player for our Charger teams and uh, you know, had a lot of success. And, he's, and I always thought he was really savvy of a football player. So I know he's able to, to add his knowledge there as well. Zach's question. You guys play the Jets in the regular season. You know with the Patriots, how different is this set of practices from that? Well, the difference is that they're going to have 13 games on us before we go play them. So that was a discussion, and we talked about that. Coach Sal and I talked about that and said, hey, we want to do this, but if we play too early in the season, it doesn't make sense. When the schedule came out and it was week 13, to, for us to go back and we, I mean, maybe we will go back and watch the tape and maybe they will go back and watch the tape but you're you're kind of who you are at that time and they got a lot of other film to watch so that's why we're not as concerned about that hopefully I answered your question Nick what have you found out about yourself in terms of being a head coach and asserting your authority um, are you the type that um, you'll listen to others and, and then before making a decision or there's certain, certain things that you feel strongly about and um do you think that your personality makes you open to, to being uh, accepting of other people? I think I think there's no clear-cut answer there. Like, I, it always, to me, it's always a group decision initially. But, but my job as the head coach is, it's always a group decision, but my job as the head coach is to hear all the different parties at play and be able to make the decision that I think is best for the team and our, and our football team. Um, I think some of the offensive staff would argue with you sometimes that they would say, well, Nick's pretty he, – he's set on this play or how we're doing this play, and I can't turn him there. So there's some – like, and that's some things with coaching. Like, there's things that – there's philosophies that I have, like, that I don't want to say they're deal breakers, but they're, like, that I feel strong conviction on. And when I have a strong conviction on something, it's going to be hard to, to change my mind, That both as a leader and as an offensive coach. Departments you've mentioned in terms of dealing with medical that you just kind of you just kind of allow them to make you know and yeah I think personnel, that's taking a little thing. out of context I, what you're saying to just let them do it again they're the experts at it I listen to them and I listen to every and everybody's um, ability to to tell me and, and and give me their expertise but at the end of the day I still have to make the decision what I feel is best for the the football team. Following up on Miles Sanders, you held him back the other night, obviously. Is that because of the position he plays, and are you learning more about him now that you have him? Say that. I'm sorry, Zach. Is that because of the position he I'd plays? I'd say the, oh, the full question again. I'm sorry. In holding Miles Sanders back, is that because of running backs, you know, the position he, he plays is a high-contact position, and are you learning more about him than you knew going into game? Yeah, 
it was just it was the decision we made that we felt was best for the team before that game. We didn't feel like he needed to get. I think a little bit, yeah, the position. Like that's just been a experience with me with that, that position that we didn't feel like he need. That's a high volume position that that takes a lot of hits, and we just felt like he didn't need to do that last week. Uh, again, we're reevaluating this week to see if we should we should do that. But he's getting a lot of good work here today and and yesterday. And pleased with him and everything that he's done so far in camp. A couple more. Nick, you spoke about your admiration for Bill Belichick. Are there any lessons you're hoping the game would take from him after these two days? Uh, yeah, you know, just being able to be around people that are that are high, um, that are really good at their job. I think just you learn just just from being around. It's not I'm not looking for something in particularly, but I'm always observing, right? I'm always observing guys that are that are good at that, those things. So. I just admire the way he he prepares. I admire the way he gets his guys ready, uh, how he motivates his guys. So, I mean, those are things that you just see little things like that. So it's good to be around him. Most of my attention, obviously, it better be, right, is around our football team. But, again, you, you still get to learn from, from guys that you're around. Still have three more, uh, uh, I think three or four more cuts to make by four o'clock today. How challenging at this early stage of camp is it to do that? And uh, have any decisions been made uh, as far as? Yeah, again, we're using today to to help us because it's it's hard, right? I mean, these guys have been here with the guys that we're going to have to end up cutting, which we don't know essentially who they exactly who they are yet. We're going to go through practice again today, but it's hard because they've bled and they've sweated and they've they've did they've done all these things. Uh, as a team, and then you—it's the bad part of the business. You got to let the guys go. Like we got to let four guys go today, and then in a couple weeks, what? We got to let—I don't—I don't know exactly a number. What twenty? Uh, yeah, and we—and it keeps going down. It's hard. It's hard because you know you get close to guys. You know that's our very first core value is connecting, and so that's just not with uh, players one, two, three, and four. That's not just with your quarterback. That's just not with your with your safety that's that's getting everybody lined up that's with everybody and so that's that's what makes it hard uh but everybody that we do end up end up letting go um you know i make sure that they understand that to stay in shape they know the system and that they've contributed to the culture that we we have and the practice habits that we have and and where we are at this point i'm sorry yeah, I think that's my job as the head coach to make sure, that, and I owe that to every guy to talk to them and be be able to give them feedback to help develop their career. Yeah. Thanks, guys. For more news, daily training camp analysis, and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.